Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 12 years, all with the Patriots, three rings. Seventh round pick out of Kent State. Dad coach, quarterback, goes and becomes a legend with Tom Brady. Julian Edelman, now Fox Sports analyst. So good to have you again. He's on NFL uh, Fox kickoff at 11 in the morning and do a great job describing things succinctly. You're very good. Okay, let's, let's, let's dive in. This will, make, this will be all over, all over Sports Talk Radio in Boston, right. so let's just do it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something out and suggest to you that when coaches have too much power, Pete had it for a couple years in Seattle, and the drafting went into the tank. And I think Bill the GM is hurting Bill the coach. And listen, he's lost – you know, um, Dante, Josh McDaniels, Brady, Ernie Adams. That's a lot of brain power. Bill's a defensive guy. Is it a fair, is it a fair suggestion that maybe Bill has a bit too much power and they need a fresh new set of eyes in drafting? I think he needs a little help on the offensive side. I mean, you look at the defensive picks, they all look pretty good. I mean, they always come out and they, they, they perform. The, the Christian Gonzalez kid, before he got hurt, nice looked player. like he was playing good. Um, but, I mean, we, we have whiffed, and I hate talking about coach like this, but we have whiffed on a lot of offensive skill position players, you know, starting from, you know, I don't want to call guys out, but there are three, four receivers uh, when I was playing that we got in top rounds that, you know. You knew early. You look in in camp, and you can always see from a guy that's drafted high. You see one trait. You know they're raw, but you can see one trait. Oh, yep, that's a first-rounder. You know, you're looking, and I was like, ah, what's going on here? That's not a first-rounder. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. So I, I think he would be the first to tell you that he's, he's had some screw-ups. He's, he's a very accountable guy, and I, I do think that you know that they probably do need a little more help on the offensive side of scouting or or something. You yeah. know, I, and but you look at this like I'm still a little shook 
on on the Jacoby Myers departure. I we didn't get that either. I I, I didn't get that. Um, you know, he could separate a little. He could separate a lot. He could run routes. He was he was tough in the run game. He would go in and and block the force and and that's what you preach as a New England receiver get open catch the ball and block in the run game those are the three things that you hear all the time and uh you know it's just this receiver group we have it just seems like they're struggling to create separation regardless of the reason uh they they haven't been able to separate and i've been really hard on mac and i've been watching and it's tough you know a guy's a little open that's still open but they're still not giving him right Bryce right Young's reads. facing the same thing. There's Bryce, no separation. Very hard. I mean, it's very hard when your top receiver's Adam Thielen, which is a really good receiver, but he's a good complementary receiver at this stage of his career. I mean, he's 33 years old. Right. You know, you want you want some speed, some guys that can get up and and make make moves and, and make create separation at the top of the route, win at the beginning of the route. You know, there's three phases of the route. You win at the beginning of the route the stem, or at the top of the route. And I'm not seeing really any of that with with the Patriots around. They just seem out of funk. Yeah, and there was a brain drain, yourself included. Tom, you, Josh, Ernie, Dante. You guys are all Hall of Fame level brains, players, quarterbacks. And I, it's like any company. They call it brain drain. You just lose a lot of good people in marketing. Well, marketing's not as good. You make poor decisions, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. You know, the, the Brock Purdy thing, you're a seventh-round pick, so is Brock Purdy. And, I, and I've been saying this, once, once you're in the room, nobody gives a rip where you were picked. And it's like, I don't know how good he is, but Julian, he doesn't, he sees the field quick. C.J. Stroud has this. Like, I watch him. He sees the whole field. And I don't know what that is, right? There, there's some guys do and some guys don't. But I watch Purdy and I'm like, oh, I could ride with this guy. Like, I, I know he didn't have the biggest arm, but Tommy didn't. Yeah. Like, what do you see that you like about him? Processing. I see that he processes quick, and you have to think about the relationship between play caller and quarterback. Do they not seem like they're just clicking? Yeah. They are clicking. Like, you look on the other end of this past weekend against, you know, Dallas. Look at that situation. Is that relationship between play caller and quarterback? Do you think Dak and... and uh, Schottenheimer... No, uh, Dak and uh, McCarthy. McCarthy. Do you think they finish each other's sentence? I don't. No. I don't. You could say that about Brock and, and Shanahan. I mean, this guy, he they have a lot of weapons, but he's going out and he's executing situations. He's He's playing on time. He hasn't even really had to get to his second or third read, which tells me that, like, the play calling is right there, you know, and they do have a lot of talent. But, you know, you need someone to go out there and point guard that talent. And, and Brock Purdy, he's playing his tail off. And his arm's not even where it needs to be. You could still see three or four throws where, like, he's, he has to use his anticipation because his UCL's not completely healed. I expect him to get better. Yeah. The, um, you know, it, it is interesting. The, I, <clears throat> I said this a couple hours ago, and I think I repeated it, is that the league's gotten really smart very quickly. Mm-hmm. McDaniel, McVay. I mean, Sean McVay is duct-taping that old line That offense is it, – it's, that's impre- that's, This could be his most impressive coaching that's what job. I, I mean, I'm watching yesterday. Let's take that game. Philadelphia, I don't know what the comp is, but their O-line and D-line play. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. Canton, Ohio guys. And, and here's the Rams – it's Aaron Donald and kids. 
I mean, it, it's when I watch McVeigh, Shanahan, McDaniel, uh, I think that guy in Indianapolis with Gardner Minshew, mm-hmm. is it, is it, do, when you watch a game, do you sense because of the rule changes, if you were owner of a team, you almost have to get an offensive guy? It's quarterback league, you know, and when you, you draft a young quarterback or you're designing an offense, like I said, it goes back to that relationship between the play caller and the quarterback. And, and when the head coach is the play caller, I mean, I was on a defensive-minded head coach know, team. So, like, anytime we were in film, anytime the defense had a bad practice, we had a bad practice. It goes a different <laughs> – you know what I mean? So that's how it goes. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I mean, this is where the league's going with the rule changes and everything. You got to have a guy that can go and and massage these young quarterbacks and and get creative. A lot of it's that, Julian. It's the massaging of seventh-rounder, Iowa State. Now, Bill didn't do that much with Tommy. wasn't much of a massager. But again, is that because Tom could be hard-coached? I think Bill taught Brady differently. You know, like... They had a different type of relationship where Bill taught Brady defenses. You know, they would meet every Monday for three hours and go over the defense, the defense that they were going over. Like every week, every every Monday, Bill and Brady would sit and watch film, and, and Bill would give Brady his takes on what he thought the defense was trying to do, and they probably developed a relationship, and and that's what Bill's, you know. Two cents went into with, with, with Brady. I mean, he taught them. But they did have a relationship. They had a relationship, yeah. I mean, they, they were together for 20 years. You tell me a marriage that doesn't have a little <laughs> bumps in the road after 20 years, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do, going back to what you were saying earlier, I, right now with how this league is going, with the rule changes, with the speed, with the amount of, you know, who's getting paid right now, the, the receivers, the quarterbacks – tight ends. I mean, you get, it, it'd be smart to probably go in that offense direction. Now, I'm not saying that a defensive-minded coach can't get it done, but if you're going to have a defensive-minded coach, you, you probably want to bring someone on the offensive side that is, you know, got that whole shtick going with this new, this new – I think it's the evolution – the evolved West Coast system. You know. Yeah, yeah. The um, We were talking about Detroit earlier. <clears throat> so when you have a losing culture, and Detroit's drafted well, they brought in new pieces. Goff's always been a good baller. Mm-hmm. He can play. And then, so in New England, it, uh, Bill lost in Cleveland, lost early in New England, first year and a half, and you're building the winning culture. So you entered a winning culture. So you may not even recognize some of the nonsense, but you've had friends or teammates that came from losing culture. So the Lions... A losing culture, and now they got dudes. Like, I mean, a lot of them. And I, outside of Philly and San Francisco, I watch them play, and I'm like, they, they dragged Green Bay. Like, it, it wasn't close. There's probably a lot of little things that I don't see that a winning culture has. But, but when you talk to guys when they came to New England, did they ever confide in you? Man, you guys, you guys do stuff at practice we don't even consider. Yeah, I think that comes with, with leadership. Uh, in, in New England, when I first got there, uh, you had studs like Teddy Bruschi, Kevin Falk, Tom Brady. The guys that were your best players, they were your highest paid players, 
but they were your hardest working players. They were the players that were keeping everyone in check. They were the players that were challenging everyone. They were the players that were making everyone accountable. They were the players that would always say, the more you can do. And that's where you try to flip that. I remember when guys would come, free agents would come, they'd be like, I don't know how you guys practice like that, like, like how you guys practice. Our practices were very competitive. Every day? Every day. You know, I mean, it's changed now with the rule, rule changes. You can only have one pad of practice for like 14 weeks or something. But it, they were very competitive. We would do tackling drill up until the Super Bowl because it's a fundamental that we had to work. The game comes down to blocking and tackling, and you see so many teams lose on these little fundamentals. So, yeah, I, I think it has to do with the leadership in, in the locker room. And, and if you look at Detroit – Look at Jared Goff. Like, I played against Jared Goff when we were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and Bill was giving him crazy looks on defense. And you could tell this kid, his confidence was shot. It was shot in that game because he didn't know it was coming. You, know, you look two, two weeks ago when they're playing the Packers and he throws a pick in the first drive. Yep. Then he comes back and he rallies the team down for a touchdown drive. And they went on and, and, and blew him out. Like, that, told, that, sh- that shows me he's had growth in his, his career, and he's become a leader, and he's become the flag carrier for, my, uh, for MCDC and that whole preach of we need to have a mentally tough team because he's firsthand been a mentally tough player. Gets shipped out of L.A. They go win a Super Bowl. Got the crap beat out of Macau. Exactly. I mean, so I think it has a lot to do when you're trying to flip a culture, it has to do with your leadership. Yeah. Um. I got to ask you one more question. So the Jags early in the season <laughs> dropped so many passes. Even Calvin Ridley, who's great. Baltimore yesterday just dropped touchdown passes. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Who do I blame? Who do I? I don't want to do the blame game, but um, I'm sure you've had, you know, you're, you're recognized for the Atlanta catch. You didn't drop many. Is it prep? Is it weather? Is it, is, are there angles that it is harder to catch? Is it when you see a team going through, it's almost like it's contagious. Guys are thinking about it. Catching's confidence. And sometimes that was an early game yesterday with the Ravens. They're playing against a team they should probably beat the crap out of. And, you know, a lot of guys are probably sitting there like, oh, we're going to blow these guys out. And then the game starts and and the Steelers come out, start fast. And even though they didn't start fast, but it's one of those things where it's a confidence thing that you have to do all the time, repetition to keep those things, you know, tightened and dialed. I remember I, I would always have to wake up early in the morning to do these tennis ball drills against the wall for reaction and, and change the colors and all that stuff because I needed to get my eyes dialed ready for the day because you got to get right, you know? Like, sometimes that ball gets on you. You know, you don't want to be the guy that drops the ball first play of practice. You know, there's, there's an accountability factor. So, you know, you look at the drops yesterday. Mark Andrews, he doesn't really drop the ball. Not That's kind of uncharacteristic. Aguilar, he's had a couple drops in his career that yeah, we've Nelson all seen. Yeah. I mean, so that's is what it is. Zay Flowers, he's a rookie, so you know they got to get some things together. And sometimes a game like this will bring them together. And if you look at a John Harbaugh team, like especially with that rivalry between the Steelers and them, they're going to be around when it all comes said and done because they're just mentally tough and they always figure a way out. And they do make it harder on themselves a lot of the times. But they'll figure it out, and you can never bet against Mike Tomlin against the Ravens. I mean, he's I, – I called it yesterday when we were in the avocado room. I'm like, this is a prime Mike Tomlin game. <laughs> Get a win out of nowhere because <laughs> – And no offense. No no offense. You know, the quarterback's got a hurt knee. Their defense can't stop nobody, and, and they find a way to win this game. And that just – you know, that goes to your defensive coach right And there. your culture. And the culture. Pittsburgh, find, Pittsburgh wins more games they shouldn't. You could say the same thing about the Ravens. Yeah. Ravens do that too. They also lose a lot of games they shouldn't either, but then they'll win a game they shouldn't. So, you know, they're they're cultured up that those two teams. It's great seeing you, my man. Uh, by the way, Peyton and Russ, how's it going to end? I don't think good. It's, One in five if they lose to the Chiefs. Yeah, it, it. A lot of tension. What's the how? What's the exit? How do you exit that whole contract? Can you exit that well, contract? I mean, I think it doesn't start until next year, right? Right. The uh, the only thing I can think of, because they need draft capital for defense. But if you drafted a quarterback, you get Michael Penix from Washington. You have the ninth pick, and you're like, let's just see what we can get out of Russ. By the way, Niners gave up a bunch of picks for Trey Lance. Gave it up. Their roster's fine. If you hit on a quarterback, Julian, and you don't have to pay him for four years. 
You can do crazy stuff. Niners have also hit on a lot of other players. They hit on Kittle. They hit on everyone on defense. They've hit, you know, on everyone except the one free agent they brought in who was Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, you could have a miss here and there, but when you hit on key, you know, guys. Especially fourth, fifth guy, like. I mean, they, they've, they've, they've done a really good job of coming up with some crazy talent. I mean, did we all, any of us think Warner would turn into the player he is? He's the best linebacker in the game. In the game from BYU. I, I remember watching those guys at training camp. This guy's doing tribal things after practice, smelling the grass. The guy loves football. And that's what it, another thing. Niners, all those guys look like they love football. They love football. You look at Trent Williams, their, their tackle, he loves football. I mean, that's another thing. A lot of these teams, you got to find guys that are loving football. A lot of guys are, you know, they love being famous. They love getting likes and TikTok this and that. <laughs> I sound like Belichick. It's crazy. I've, I've heard him too much. Snap face. You know, but, you know, you got to find guys that love the game. No, San Francisco's an easy t- I know Dallas fans don't like them. Easy team for me to watch and like. It is. And I just, the only thing I worry is that they're peaking a little early. And then, you, you know, you catch an injury bug. You know, that, that's the one thing that could derail this thing because all these teams that they're playing, they're going to take this back and they're going to they're gonna learn from it. And there's going to be one team that comes from, you know, week eight and just yep. starts playing. They get healthy. Hot, underdog. Hot. Yep. You know, it reminds me of those New York Giants teams that beat us in the Super oh, Bowl. that was rough. I'm yeah. sorry about that. <laughs> those were painful days. <laughs> those are, those are, these are painful days for the Patriots. Good seeing you, my man. I Great love having you. you on so yeah, much. Definitely. Julian Edelman, we are lucky to have him at Fox. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I love the Patriots. I really would love to. You know, we couldn't get the Jets talk today. I, I, uh, maybe next time. Maybe no. They got one of those rare they are Ws. Get, they're up against <laughs> the Eagles this week. Oh, uh, Julian, uh, any shot for the Jets? Get the Eagles. No. Nah. Nah. The, the, the crazy thing about the Eagles, they don't have an identity yet on offense, and they're still winning games. And that tells because they have great offense and defensive line play. But, you know, once they find that identity, it, it could be scary. Yeah. That's a that that's a product of a good team, a good organization. That's what we used to have to do early on in the season. We had to figure out our our team of that year. Does every team have a does every Patriot team have a little different identity every year? Yeah. Every year. A little bit. Yeah. You got to see what you do well in practice and training camp, then you throw it out in the first four games and you you take away the things that don't do well and you take you know, you add on the things that do well and then comes your your offense. Yeah. Speaking of identity, the Dolphins' offense, Colin, 524 yards against the Giants. God, they're fast. So there's only been three games this year with any team over 500 yards, and the Dolphins have all three. That's how <laughs> dominant they've been. They now have 2,568 yards from scrimmage, Is there setting a- the NFL record more than the greatest show on turf. Don't they uh, have the three fastest guys in the league? They yeah, are uh, so I think the seven fast. fastest runs uh, all season. Mike McDaniel, of course, very humble uh, talking about this yardage accomplishment. Mission accomplished. We had the whole time, the whole offseason, all we, that was our goal was um, output after five games. <laughs> Being a little cynical. I sarcastic. don't like the Dolphins, but man, he is easy to root for. McDaniel well, seems like a funny guy. But He's again, just a guy you'd hang with. Okay, McDaniel, McVeigh, Shanahan. I, I think Shane Steichen and Indy's doing a great oh. job. 
when you watch tonight, like Green Bay, if you have an offense, all offensive coaches are show-offs. That's what worries me about Dallas. Show off. Show me some flair. Like McVay would probably acknowledge sometimes. By the way, against Cincinnati, I thought McVay got cute. It's like, Sean, run the ball. He got way too cute. That's okay. Offensive coaches do that. Ben Johnson, Detroit. He wants to show you the play he designed. Like Dallas, this McDaniel does. Dallas never, I never go, whoa, that was clever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Too cautious. Um, Quick word on Tua. He was not great in this game. I don't know how closely you watched it. I was loaded up on the Dolphins, and he threw a 102-yard pick six, tried to force a pass in there, then had another turnover deep in his own end. I'm not going to hammer Tua. Obviously, he's been great this season for the offense, but it's pretty clear that if there is a weak link on the offense, it's probably Tua. That's who you go after, right? Well, I think I mean, it ain't McDaniel. He's dialing up great stuff. Well, they're... Tua works for them. They have speed, and he's the point guard, and he gets it to his scores. So I think Tua's, you know, I mean, again, I can love Lamar, and I can love Josh Allen. They're better than Tua. But for what this offense is, once they had Tua, McDaniel said, okay, we have a distributor. We don't have a playmaker. Let's get him speed. So he works for this offense. Now, if if, if they don't resign Tua, you have to kind of rebuild the offense because Tua's breeze-ish. He's not going to make plays, but he's going to get the ball. He's, he's Chris Paul. He can give you 28, but he's mostly 16 and 10. And so I think this offense is built for Tua. By the way, San Francisco, do it agree, is built for Purdy. Right. Quick, ball out, see the field, distribute accurately. Remember, the 49ers went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo, and still they're talking about, oh, well, we could find another I, quarterback. Do you think well, Purdy's better than Garoppolo? Do I think? I do. Um, I do. Yeah, he's more mobile and he can make better throws. Like cheaper, Garoppolo's arm is not as not cheaper, as more mobile. Yeah, little more arm. But I'm just saying these Miami holes that uh, H. How do you say it? Uh, HN is that his name? Hey, the running back. Is it for H- Miami? H- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's running through holes where you and I could get a couple yards, and he's just burning through. And Mostert's got huge holes like Colin. That's, Everybody's open. On that's Miami. scheme. San yeah, Francisco, guys are wide open. Scheme. That's McD- I mean, yeah, it's Dolphins offense. Uh, let's move on to C.J. Stroud. Um, I know you've been hyping him. He's now, been pretty I want, good. This was a corner TV game for me because I didn't bet it. Well, But what was your takeaway? Atlanta had an interesting approach. They did not blitz him. Only seven blitzes the entire game. They set back mixed coverages, and he was a little confused. Didn't get a touchdown until the final drive, yeah. which was a great play. You like to see a rookie quarterback fourth quarter on the what road. What was your takeaway on Stroud? I mean... Good. I'm. I'm not as sold. So Demico Ryan is a. I mean, so I mean, my takeaway from what I'm watching, he doesn't make the big mistake. Well, he hasn't been sacked in three weeks with a you know mass unit offensive line, which is impressive. He's he's playing well. I'm not ready to anoint him like a lot of other people. Like I, I'm just not there yet. We'll see. He could probably get. He's certainly better than Bryce Young. There's no question about that. And Anthony Richardson, they just announced, yeah. is out this week. So well, he's the leader for Rookie of the Year. CJ gets it out quickly and accurately. It's not always perfect, but there, there's value. This is Brock Purdy. Get it out quick. Get it out to the right guy. Get it accurately. Okay, so so CJ's, that's why he's not getting sacked. He gets it out quickly. Who was the better quarterback yesterday, Ritter or Stroud? I don't know if you watched I didn't Super watch Bowl. enough. I didn't examine it. I was on Atlanta. Ritter made plays. I'm not going to lie. Like, like, they lost the turnover battle, still won the game. Ritter, fourth quarter drive right down the field. How about how about Bijan? That kid is good. How about man. that? The catch. Like, he he wasn't even looking at the ball. He was looking at the defender. He, he is really man, this kid is special. A, I mean, I know nobody wants to draft a running back in the first round. 
That kid is different. Uh, worth, yeah, certainly. Uh, let's wrap up with Monday Night Football Packers Raiders tonight. Jimmy Garoppolo cleared concussion protocol. Will start. I just looked at we the line. We both like Green Bay. Two, two and a half some places. I, I don't get it. Now, now, just know that some of these big money gamblers have come in on the Raiders in, I think, three or four weeks so far. I don't know what they're seeing. Um, remember, they came in on the Raiders against the Steelers. I'm like, what, what are we talking about? I, I like I Green was, Bay. I was on Steelers. Yeah, and we'll Green see. Bay's got extra time to prepare. You know that crowd's going to have 30,000 Packer fans. Yeah, probably. I mean, people from Milwaukee 45. retire in Arizona and Las Vegas, so it's going to be Packer fans everywhere. Or you go out to Vegas for the weekend in October. You you know, you leave Green Bay for a long weekend. and um, You leave yeah, the Dells I, in Wisconsin, the mall everybody loves. The Dells Mall. <laughs> Dells and 70s baseball. That's what we do. I just, I think Green Bay's going to win tonight. You want to put a score on it and get interesting? Yeah, I'll put a score. 27-23 Packers. That's high. Well, I think they have they can score. I did Raiders defense is Max Crosby and cross your fingers. I'll go 2016 Pack. Well, that would be a dull game. Yeah. I, I teased uh, Packers up and under 51. Nobody cares. No, I think Green Bay. I, I'm... Fired up to watch. These are big brands. Oh, Jordan Love, another chance to uh, poop his pants on national television. <laughs> God, I think he'll be. I mean, come on, he's, he was terrible against the Lions. Did we have to use uh, those? Are a strong word. So you leave the fecal matter at home. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd line. I, I came in today, so I never know who's on the show until I hit here on the set, and I saw Michael Irvin and Julian Edelman. I was like, I was in a good mood. Those guys were good. Irvin was just spitting fire. And you're a former quarterback throwing to receivers. Edelman, he's got great stories. How lucky are we? Give our uh, paybooker a big raise today if you could. (laughs) Management's over there. Once your business gets to a certain size, cracks start to emerge. You deserve a customized solution, and that's NetSuite. Learn more when you download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist. Absolutely free. NetSuite.com slash herd. That's NetSuite.com slash H-E-R-D. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. 
And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So we were <clears throat> talking earlier about this. We, we know Brock Purdy's good. Um, how good is he? And you said earlier, J-Mac, you go, he's a top 10 quarterback. So the 10 best quarterbacks, and I'll, I'll count Aaron Rodgers because he was before the injury. So let's, I don't care. I'm not putting him in order. But the 10 guys who I think I see special, I, I, I see stuff and I'm like, okay, that's a unique global trait. Like, okay, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Hurt. Jared throws as pretty a ball as almost anybody. Then you get into that second group. And the question is, is Brock pretty close to Tua, Dak, Cousins, Carr, Russell? I think he's better than Dak. I think he's better than Derek Carr. And I like Derek Carr. So to me, he's not a top 10 quarterback. But does Brock Purdy, is he good enough to be included in that next tier of guys who have gotten pro, a Pro Bowl, votes, gotten the big contract? And I think it's fair to say he's in that next group. That feels fair. I don't feel he throws a ball like Jared Goff. Yeah, but what does throw a ball like? Like, What does that mean? When I watch Jared Goff in the pocket with time, dude, he's got, he throws it. That's, dad was a major league baseball player. You can see he's got some genetic gifts. He throws a beautiful ball. So we know weaknesses. I also think Kyler Murray, when he was healthy, was in my top 10, but I don't know where he's at. Yeah. So I I would put him, I think Kyler Murray's got much more natural talent than Brock, but a lot of this is, Pre-snap coachability, health. What are you making? Doing the homework. Yeah, no thanks on Kyler Murray. Okay. Just my thing with Brock is identify for me. We got a a full season of uh, data. What is his weakness? What is Brock? Well, I would say this. He's not. He's not a power thrower down the field. Uh, He leads the league in passes over ten yards in accuracy. Okay, but here's the other thing. He's rarely trailed in games. That's fair. So let's say you trail. And they're pinning their ears back, okay. and you don't have McCaffrey in George Kittle. Oh, well, it's a different. Oh, so my takeaway is, whereas I felt Brady 
we've come to recognize carried New England to a larger degree than we suspected. I still think Shanahan, McCaffrey, Kittle is a huge part of Brock's success. But that was Dak early, too, and nobody wanted to acknowledge it. You wanted to give Dak his flowers when you had Zeke leading the league in rushing, top five defense. I mean, Dak had a good preseason game against the Rams when I said it's preseason. It's not even against start. People push back. Brock Purdy's now like 10-0 as a starter. I'm not going to wait to say he's good. He's good. Is he really good? I don't know because I've never seen him with a bad roster. So, okay, that's fair. But when Matt Stafford was in Detroit, nobody wanted to give him props. It was like, oh, he can't win a big he game. Never he never won the a playoff game. Yeah, he never won a playoff game. So he was never like a top 10 guy. But you knew the stats said otherwise. You looked at the numbers and they're like, oh, geez, Matt Stafford's really good. Yeah. So you look at the numbers and there's no weakness for Brock Purdy. Colin. Well, he, he just does not you, so far have a weakness. Okay, but he's also only played with one type of team. Loaded with a great coach. So we have no... Co- so Dak went from great O-line to good. Zeke to Tony Pollard. Amari Cooper to young CeeDee Lamb. So I've got, I have this evolution of Dak where I've seen, the, I've seen the Dak who didn't make any money and had a stacked roster, didn't carry a team. And then I saw, I see Dak now older, less mobile with a less stacked roster. He's okay. So I feel I have so much context with Dak that he's a B quarterback on his best days, a B plus. I, my, my guess is Brock Purdy's a B, but I've never seen him without Shanahan, McCaffrey, Kittle, IU, Debo. He, this is the best roster in the league. He doesn't, he's not a power thrower. He's not making people miss an open field. What he's doing is distributing accurately on a very high level. So that, that generally tells me, is he in the ball game of Kirk Cousins talent-wise? Kind of looks like it. He's more mobile than Kirk. He, I, Kirk's a fourth-round pick. I think Brock Purdy and Kirk Cousins, neither's a power thrower, neither a big arm, neither super mobile. But I do think Purdy has sort of an it quality where he doesn't shrink in big games. I mean, that's that's as well as he's ever played. That's one of the five biggest games he's ever played in, and he was great. Yeah, there was this guy on the Niners who was a quarterback, third-round pick out of Notre Dame, Joe Montana. Um, oh, different era. I, I'm look, it's fair, but I'm looking at his numbers, you know, first couple of years, he was not really starting, and then boom, Joe, Joe Montana's dominant. And then he gets this guy named Jerry Rice, who was not a heralded guy. Numbers go uh, off the charts, like... He also had this guy named Bill Walsh who was decent offensive well, mind. Yeah. Like situation does matter, but until I see Purdy screw up, I'm just I'm sorry. He's got to be a top ten guy. I don't see it. All right, we're done for today. Michael Irvin's with me. <laughs> yes, he is. He absolutely is. We'll see you tomorrow live in LA. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find.
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GainBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GainBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GainBridge.io.